Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast with Kevin Harrington and Seth Green. Kevin Harrington is the inventor of the infomercial, one of the original sharks from the hit TV show Shark Tank, and has generated over $5 billion in TV and digital direct response sales. Seth Green is the world's first trusted authority on cutting-edge direct response marketing, a best-selling author, and the only three-time Marketer of the Year nominee. On the podcast, Kevin and Seth interview sharkpreneurs who share straight talk on what it takes to explode your business. Why do so many businesses struggle while others seem to explode overnight? Do you wish you had the secret to this type of exponential growth? Now, I've scaled more than 20 businesses to over $100 million, and it's not just luck. In my new book with Mark Tim, Mentor to Millions, you'll learn the repeatable framework I use in all my business ventures for massive success. Order at KevinMentor.com and get over $1,000 in bonuses. Head to KevinMentor.com. Welcome to the Sharkpreneur Podcast. This is your co-host, Seth Green. With me today is Karen Williams from Librotas.com. Karen is the book mentor. She specializes in working with business owners, entrepreneurs, and thought leaders who want to write a nonfiction book, who have a story to tell or a message to share. And they want the book to build their business credibility and expert status, which means she is in the right place. And so are you. Karen, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you for inviting me. It's great to be here with you, Seth. All right, let's go back in time. How did you get started? That's a really good question because I never set out to become a book mentor and I never set out to become an author. As many people go through that journey, um, I started out in business in 2006. I decided on a bit of a whim to write my first book in 2009 and it was the thing that put me and my business on the map. Um, and I'd love to say I never looked back, but I did say never again after that first one. <laughs> I've written six of my own since then. Congratulations. I feel your pain. I've been there. What was the first book? The first book was a book called The Secrets of Successful Coaches, where I wanted to find out what's the difference that makes a difference between a coach who is successful and one who isn't. And I did 11 interviews with some amazing coaches in the UK and the US to find out their secrets. And I turned that into a book. So that was the very first one. That was back in 2009. Took me 18 months to go from start to finish. I probably made every single mistake under the sun got in my own way, um, but I came through the other side to stand up at my book launch, which was March 2011, which is a bit scary, 10 years ago now. Well, happy almost anniversary and congratulations. Thank you. Thank you. you followed our model, which is do it, it is much easier to interview a book than it is to physically write a book. And Absolutely. obviously then other people care about the book as opposed to just you. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about your business now. So for the last seven years, I've been mentoring business owners to write their books because I found that many of my clients were seeing the successes I was having with my book and they wanted some of the same. So they kept tapping me on the shoulder and said, Karen, can you help? Karen, can you help? And then it was beginning of 2014 when I finally succumbed um, because one of the things I love to do is help people to get their ideas out of their head because, you know, I think as entrepreneurs, we have so much wisdom, so many stories to tell, so much knowledge actually it could be overwhelming because we we want to get it out there but then there's probably content for more than one book and we don't know where to start so helping people to really solidify what they're writing about before they get started is the key thing and some write interview style books um but definitely all of my clients they do some sort of research they don't you know it's not all on their shoulders so they get people um supporting them and championing them on their journey because 
it's all about marketing it from day one. It's not about leaving it until the book is launched. It's about how do you make sure you've got that business building tool that works for you as you write it. I love that. I love that. So writer downer folks, if you're watching or listening, it's about marketing from day one, not waiting till the book is launched to start marketing yep. the book. I love the pre, uh, even pre-writing marketing. Talk a little bit about how that works in your ideal world. How do you do that with clients? How do you get them engaged in that process from the very start? Well, there's seven key ways I teach people to um, self-validate or even self-fund their books. It's not just about validating the information. It's about how can you make an income or bring in an income from your book as you're writing it. So there's seven key ways I do that. Um, and every client's different. So it could be interviewing people. So it could be interviewing people for an interview style book or interviewing people just to get research. You know, one of my clients has already got clients off the back of her book and she's just in the planning stage. And that for me is a really great result before she's even written it. It could be doing a survey. It could be pre-selling a book. It could be creating a course off the back of your book and writing the book at the same time. I did that for my third, so I know what it's like to be in it. And there's something motivating about know, knowing you're about to run a webinar that gets you into that writing space and makes you do it. So there's all sorts of ways you can do it. You could get sponsorship, crowdfund it, which I know that you're very keen on in, in, in your organization. So there's so many ways you can do it. Absolutely. You've achieved some amazing results for your clients. Can you share with one or two about kind of the magical transformation that happened because your process helped them actually get their book out the door? Well, there's kind of the unexpected benefits that clients get in terms of that clarity in their message, the confidence, the, the realization that they have something valuable to share. And then there's the tangible things like, you know, one of my clients was a finalist in the Business Book Awards in the UK a couple of years ago. I've had one client who's got um, PR all around the globe. Another was on a really well-known UK radio station last year. Um, speaking gigs, corporate clients, you know, there's so many, there's so many um, that I could mention. And they've got their book written at the end of the day, which is a real achievement. Yes, because a perfect book that lives on your computer doesn't do any good, whereas a physical book in someone's hands has the, obviously the possibility to change their world and yours. Your your yeah. passion is obvious. What do you like best about what you do? Um, I love it when a client gets a book in their hand for the first time. There's so much that I love about it, but there is just something special. And I always encourage people to do that live, that Facebook live. Yes, the so you unboxing can actually see video. It. Yeah, the unboxing video. I've done it myself. I know what it's like. And I also know how scary it is. I remember with my first book, when the books arrived and I took the very first book out, that was nerve wracking and scary and amazing all at the same time. So I know what it's like. So there's something special about that moment. But yeah. there's so much I love about it. Absolutely. So... What do you think some of the biggest reasons are that prevent business owners from getting their book done by themselves, which of course will segue into our next question about how they use you. So why do you think it, what do you think gets in their way and they don't do it? I think they think it's bigger than it is when actually when everything's aligned together, when their book is aligned to their business and they have a really good plan before they start, it makes it so much easier. So I think, you know, the, the fear of the unknown, the fear of the overwhelm, not having a clue how to get started, the worry is kind of, I find that people worry about getting published before they've even written a single word when actually you have to write the book before you can even think about publishing. And you know what it's like, things have changed. You know, I wrote, when I published my first book 10 years ago, things have evolved and things have changed so much in that time. It's so easy to get a book out there now. That's nothing to be worried about. What you should be worried about is how to get off the starting blocks and, you know, knowing how to get published is a good problem to have later on. Absolutely. You talked a lot about people using their books for PR and exposure and landing clients. 
what are some of the best ways you've seen to make sure that when that book gets out of the gate, that launch, what are some of the best ways you've seen that your clients have gotten the word out about their book? The most important thing is to get as many people as possible helping you. You know, when I launched my fifth book, Book Marketing Made Simple, I basically modeled my process and I was um, number one on Amazon straight away. And I literally, I documented the whole process and that's available now on my website. Um, but the, the secret behind any launch is making sure you've got people sharing it with their lists, you know, complimentary businesses, people you know who might be able to help you. If you've done interviews for your book, you know, get them to share it. You just beg people and you ask people um, to just get your message out to as many people as possible. At the end of the day, it's a numbers game. The more people who know about your book, the more people you can help with your book, the more success it's likely to have, the more clients you're going to get off the back of it. Obviously, it needs to be targeted in the right way, but it is a numbers game in terms of, you know, the more people who know about it, the more people who, who can do something with the knowledge and your expertise. Now, you are a voracious reader. What are three of your favorite books and you can't quote yourself? <laughs> I have just read The Buddha and the Badass and I really enjoyed that. Um, I don't know if you've come across it, but it's I, there's so much I love about it. It's really, you know, if I could model what I think a perfect book is in terms of the um, the way it flows, the the title, the fact it's a real attention grabber, you know, that's a really good book. Um, Oh, it's really hard because there's so many. I, I like the the Big Leap um, by Name Escapes Me right now. Um, <laughs> and gosh, what else? God, there's so many books. Um, another really well written book was the uh, Miracle Morning as well. Yes. By Hal Elrod. I love that book. Is the Big Leap the one by Gay Hendricks? That's the one. Yep. Awesome. It was on the tip of my tongue. I, I got the surname, but not the first name. <laughs> That's all right. That's quite all right. So. Um, you also, I know you also listen to podcasts. What are some of your favorite podcasts to listen to when you can't say Sharkpreneur? <laughs> I was listening to it just earlier, so I can't <laughs> say that. Um, yeah, actually, one of my favorites, which I came across last year, was, um, is Elizabeth Day, which is all about failing. I love her podcast because she interviews some really well-known celebrities and normal human beings as well. And they talk about their failures. Because I think one of the things as an entrepreneur is we fail, we fail all the time, we get things right, we get things wrong. Normally when we get things wrong, it's worse than when we get things right. So listening to other people's failure stories is so encouraging to know that, you know, I'm not alone when I'm going through the darkest moments or the highest of the highs, that you have to go through the pain sometimes to get to the pleasure and get to the outcome. So that's, well, that's one that's, of my favorites. I'm going to listen to that one. That's a perfect segue into my next question, which is, what are some of the adversities you've had to overcome and what did you learn from them? Oh, gosh. And um, certainly for my first book, I, I, my inner critic got in the way, almost stopped me from writing it. And actually, luckily, I had done my interviews because that pushed me through because they'd spent hours. You know, I'd had so privilege of spending some time with some amazing people and I couldn't have not published it. I had to do it. Um, not knowing where to start in terms of the whole, I did get stuck in the whole, how do I get a book published before I'd even written it? So I did that. Um, what other failures? Gosh, there's, there's too many to mention, to be honest, Seth. Um, well, then let's, let's ask a different question. With all the success you've achieved, what's your biggest challenge now? My biggest challenge, um, reaching as many people as possible. One of the things about um, COVID hitting in, in, in 2020 is that it forced me to put my one-to-one uh, -one program online, which was on the longer term plan, but it made me do it really, really quickly. 
for me, I just want to support more authors to get their message out there in the best possible way. You know, I see a lot of people do it, you know, badly in terms of, you know, they're not really clear and niching their idea or they or they go and do something that really isn't related to their brand that's not on brand. And for me, I just want to support as many people as possible to get their message out there in the wrong way. You know, I think I've learned the hard way over the years about, you know, having not being on brand myself, certainly, you know, sort of 10, 11 years ago. So I know how important it is when you're when you're bringing everything together and people get what you do and they go, ha, you're the go to person for this. You know, your website, your social media, your book, they all say the same thing. And that's that's what an ideal um, an ideal outcome for an entrepreneur is. Who is an ideal client for you? An ideal client for me is someone who is providing a service. So I work with a lot of coaches, accountants, consultants. Um, so people who are providing a service and they just want to use their book as a profile raising tool. Um, they're not necessarily interested about making money from the book. It's all about what comes off the back of it. And they've also got that desire to make a difference, leave a legacy behind as well. So it's not just about the business. It's about more than them. And it's about sharing their knowledge and expertise and, and their story. How do I know you've got various levels of service, but on a 50,000 foot bird's eye view kind of level, how does your process work? How do, if someone hires you, how do you help them? How, what does that look like? So I've got what I call the smart author system, which is 10 principles that I take all of my clients through. So you can buy a business book planner off me for 15 pounds, um, which is about $20. You can get hold of my smart author system, which is a six week online program, and you can work with me on a one-to-one -one basis. And that's typically how it works. So anything from, you know, you're looking at, you know, a few cups of coffee up to many thousands of pounds to work with me on a one-to-one -one basis, depending on how much support you're looking for. Absolutely. What is the next book that you're working on? Well, I've just launched these, actually, not really books, but sort of books, which is the, as I said, the business book planner and also a book writing journal. These literally launched last week. So um, but I've got, a, I've got three simmering away three simmering away so but not until next year not got until it next well we year. will we will tell everybody to get the business book journal and the smart business book planner i think those are both awesome ideas for our folks who are watching or listening and want to learn more where is the best place for them to go to find you um best place to find me is libratas.com um l-i-b-r-o-t-a-s.com i'm all over social media twitter facebook instagram linkedin come and find me come and connect and i'd love to have a chat with you Awesome. Well, this has been Seth Green for Sharkpreneur uh, with Karen Williams from Librotas.com, the book mentor. Karen, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Thanks everybody for watching or listening and we'll see you next time. Do you need money to fund your idea, product or service? Are you ready to take your business to the next level but need capital to get it done? Kevin Harrington has heard more than 50,000 pitches and knows how to help you make the perfect pitch to get the funding for your entrepreneurial dream. He's distilled the process down in his perfect pitch cheat sheet, and it's yours for free. Just text PITCH to him right now at 727-888-2100. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 right now and claim your free perfect pitch cheat sheet. Text PITCH to 727-888-2100 to start funding your dream today. This show has been produced by Market Domination, LLC. To discover how you can have your own show completely done for you and turn it into a real published book and become the authority in your marketplace, go to www.marketdominationllc.com slash podcast offer.
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.